I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so special about that place. Even your emotions had an echo in so much space. When you're out there, you're out there, yeah, you're, I was out of touch, but it was because I didn't know enough, I knew too much, does that make me crazy? That make me crazy Does that make me crazy Possibly song very well um but it's so good listen to those lyrics and then we'll get into this trust me i've been working on this for hours i caught almost no sleep last night because this is a scary story what i'm about to reveal and show and i have timelines and um examples and video and a uh it, it's it's there's a through line and a thesis statement and i'm not going to just ramble and just uh talk about you know hitting the like button today um some wild stuff going on in the world so i was uh thinking about this song because i, I was planning on, on on spooking you guys because it's halloween and i scared the the crap out of myself with what there's a lot of rabbit holes I've never been down and connecting the dots and realizing how close I was to a lot of really, really bad stuff. It reminded me of this song. <clears throat> I remember when, just listen to these lyrics. I'm not singing it. A, a woman should cover this, by the way. Any of you female uh, vocalists out there, I'd love to collaborate with you because this would sound beautiful coming from a woman. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place When even your emotions had an echo In so much space He's, a, he's describing dissociative personality disorder We'll talk about that in a second And when you're out there without care Yeah, I was out of touch But it wasn't because I didn't know enough I just knew too much Does that make me crazy? I get called crazy a lot. Uh, I get, don't get me wrong, a lot of people give me respect, but I do get called crazy quite a bit. 
But uh, Crowder's wife's mom calls me uh, John the Baptist. She called me John the Baptist because uh, I think because I'm real passionate. I get the people going. I cry out in the wilderness. And uh, he only ate honey. I think he was like one of the first bears. But uh, what do I want to talk about today? So Instagram banned Gavin McGinnis because of a fake hit piece nonsense article written by the Daily Beast. He's just vicious media people. And I love Gavin. He's a family man, and he's been kicked off Facebook and Twitter. I've also been kicked off Facebook and Twitter. and uh, But we're on Instagram, and we're writing back and forth on each other's posts and community forming, good times. The dude is a uh, he's a good, good Catholic, good Catholic man, married a, married a native girl, had some half-brown kids, and uh, started Vice, the, the media outlet. And, and saw it kind of going insane and became more right-wing and um, now he's doing his own thing. But so I posted this thing about where people can find me and, and I saw this reaction. And, I, and this isn't my first rodeo. I'm starting to understand why people say what they say and act the way they act. This one guy writes, I think you secretly like being the victim. It's like, oh, what? Another guy writes, uh, why won't you just... Like, there's so many people that don't get kicked off things. Why won't you just just tone it down a little? Okay, first off, of course I don't like being the victim because I'm not a victim. I'm a guy who does comedy and gets, you know, pretty big platforms, and then they take it from me because I, I refuse to um, adhere to their nonsense. I still believe in free speech, and I believe in the original uh, terms of service when I started these accounts. That didn't say like nebulous things like uh, you can't offend people or, or uh, harassment. Why the chicken cross the road is harassment to the chicken if you want to uh, play those games. And comedy requires exaggeration. It requires hyperbole. It requires irony. Sometimes you say the opposite of what you think to show, to make people laugh. Because the contradiction is funny. Unless you have an inability of seeing that because of an IQ situation or maybe some form of autism or you're intentionally not understanding it. And so I can't stop doing comedy. And then people say, yeah, but you have an agenda. It's like, yeah, like my opinions. And so, and this other guy said, uh, well, you're hiding behind saying you're a comedian. You're really just, I'm like, I've been a professional comedian for 16 years. It's how I pay my mortgage. It's how I feed my kids. It's how I, um, entertain my wife and make her laugh and, uh, keep her clothed and comedians. The whole point of a comedian it's to stress test society. You poke and you flip and you do all kinds of stuff. And, and you almost have this role that, that's borderline spiritual or religious, I'm, I'm realizing. Um, because you can predict the future. I think all artists have a role that's, that's almost like the crazy version of um, spirituality or religion or something. Because, okay, look at, look at how early jokes can predict what's coming. Like, for example, this uh, synagogue shooting and now everything's anti-Semitic and blah, blah, blah. I caught on that about two months ago, three months ago. And you guys that watch me a lot know that I started doing Shylock Holmes, you know, Illuminati, my dear Watson, and all this stuff. Because I even said straight up, I go, I feel something happening right now. And when you have comedy instincts, you gravitate towards what's coming because you can tell. You can just feel it. Like, I was making fun of the uh, Halloween costumes two and a half years ago for the... Uh, uh, you know, it's a, it's a culture, not a costume. I saw it on one bulletin board in my wife's brother's dorm and I latched onto it. I'm like, that's going to grow like cancer and it's nonsense. So I'm going to make fun of it. And comedians have this ability 
of going in and out of different cultures and, and ideas to stress test, to poke, to flip, to make funny. And so there's no way for me to stop that or else I'd be dishonest. That's one reason why I have so much animosity towards some really great comedians that I was once friends with because they suckled on the tee to freedom and free speech and art in America and the West for so long while they were doing all their stuff. And then as soon as they were asked to give it up for money or for uh, approval, it was gone. And they just follow orders. And even last time I was on Joe Rogan, he said, run your tweets by me. And we laughed, but he was serious. He's like, don't say these crazy things. I love you, Owen. Like, I'm watching out for you, but, you know, kneel. And I can't. And so what I start, I start thinking about that. And then I start thinking about uh, Hollywood and, and these people and, and politics. And I start thinking about Jimmy, Jimmy Savile. And I taped a special in England, in Manchester, England last year called Feed the Bear. And it's a 50-minute, 60-minute uh, hour. You can get it at my website. But I originally taped a two-hour set. And I might release the whole thing because there was a, a section where I'm just beating on this British crowd of Jimmy Savile because a monster was hiding in, in plain sight. Now, let's start getting into this. I believe the earth really is the, it's the kingdom of Satan. It really is. And like people say that really intense stuff to me because I hang out with some very, very, very Christian people sometimes. And I'm Christian, but I'm bad at quoting the Bible. And uh, sometimes the, some of that fire and brimstone stuff turns me off a bit. Um, and so when people say the earth is, is the fallen, you know, it's the prince of darkness, darkness's kingdom, and we're just guests in his house, I'm always like, all right, man, I'm more of a Sermon on the Mount guy. I'm just going to grab a beer and uh, pretend that we're not getting this intense. I think, it's, I think that's absolutely true. I think that this is, and by the end of today, by the end of what I'm about to show you, I implore you to not just say, but, I mean, what website? Like, why won't you just, I'm about to so thoroughly explain something that I really hope it snaps you out of cowardice because this is why people do it. People do it out of guilt and shame. People have a very hard time living with shame. You know, Steven Crowder and my favorite movie that we watch together a lot is called The Edge. And one of the quotes is that they crash in the Alaskan wilderness. And one of the quotes is uh, Anthony Hopkins says to uh, Alec Baldwin, do you know why people die in the, in the wilderness? And uh, Alec Baldwin says, what, what, why is that, Charles? He goes, shame. They die of shame because they keep thinking like what they did wrong. And then they just become immobile and they just sit there and they die. And when you have something like Jimmy Savile come out, who just, who killed and raped children right in front of the British people's eyes for decades and no one did anything. They have such a hard time dealing with that, the shame. And it's happening right now in like Rotterdam and um, what Tommy Robinson's going through. Like Tommy Robinson is, is a, is awake in a crazy world pointing out that children are being uh, raped and killed and women are not safe. And he's just speaking truth to, uh, to power. And what happens is when you speak truth to power, you're called crazy, you're banned. You're, um, I'm about to play you a clip of uh, the Sex Pistols, you know? And this situation reminds me a little bit of... Uh, of like, uh, you know, Crowder and me and, and Gavin and uh, Dave Smith and a bunch of other people, I'm sure, in different avenues of life that I don't know, but that's just what I know. When they when they call you sick and demonic, they, they used to call Johnny Rotten 
the devil. But in reality, he was one of the only people to say anything, to, to speak up and say what he needed to say. And so they kicked him off BBC. Watch this clip. One broadcast section of a BBC radio interview you did in 1978, recently came to light, included on a, a pill album. And you were talking about making a film where you kill famous people. Now, this has never been played on television before, but it has a particular uh, relevance. Let's listen to this. So who else is on the goner list? Oh, it's endless, believe me. I just want to make a film of it. On film, I'd like to kill Jimmy Savile. I think he's a hypocrite. When I write... I bet he's into all kinds of seediness. Know about yeah, the audience is now applauding. He said that before it broke, guys. He was saying that it's kind of like the what I did with the um, the trans children thing, or calling out different people and Hollywood for its abuse of, uh, of ironically, of women and all kinds of stuff. Um, you're called names. You know what happened to me with the David Hogg thing, all that stuff. When you call out uh, truth to power, they they try to destroy you at the time, and then later they clap. They clap when it's safe. But look at this dude. Not allowed to talk about. I know some rumors. <laughs> I bet none of this will be allowed out. I shouldn't imagine libelous stuff will be allowed out. Nothing I said is libel. Silence. <laughs> Applause, but only only tw only twenty five thirty years later. Sounds a bit harsh, the death list there. Well, but actually, sometimes you, you're contentious in life just because you're bored of that. Pro, that but but that put aside that. For, put aside the, the the rhetoric you were using. The fact that in 1978, at the height of the Sex Pistols explosion, there you are saying about Jimmy Savile, he was into all kinds of seediness that we all knew about. We weren't allowed to talk about it. I know some rumours. So you, you had heard the kind of thing that we now know about him or, yeah. or stuff like that? Yeah. I think most kids did too. Most kids wanted to go to the top of the pops, but we all knew what that cigar muncher was up to. But I'm very, very bitter that the likes of Savile and the rest of them were allowed to continue. Did you ever try and do anything about Savile? I did my bit. I said what I had to. Did they air that? No. It just got suppressed. Yeah. For legal reasons. Yeah. And uh, did you meet? I, I did found you myself. Meet? I found myself being banned from BBC Radio there for quite a while for my contentious behaviour. Because of that. They wouldn't state this directly. There'd be other excuses. I mean, it's shocking. Oh yeah. He got away with it for another thirty odd you're, years. You're well, not only him, a whole bunch of them. And these are the purveyors of good taste, huh? You were too offensive. Brilliant, isn't it? The whole, the whole government was raping kids. The, the, the royal family, it, the, a lot of them are in, are, were charged. Nothing really happens typically. Uh, hit the like button, share this, by the way. I'm a little, um, I'm a little paranoid that, that this is going to get do taken down today because of clips and because of what I'm talking about. Uh, the, the thing's spinning right now, so I'm just going to refresh it. Uh, so what he just said, they called him offensive. The people that were raping and killing kids. And so I, I just, Jimmy Savile, let's talk about Jimmy Savile. A lot of Americans don't know who he is. And a lot of British people, they can't handle the shame of what's happened. Because everyone knew. And what was he? He was, he was the most famous child. He, he, he was the host of a child show. Look at this guy. That was the guy. That's Jimmy Savile. They made him a knight. Right? 
They gave him all their kids. He, he killed them and he raped them and he procured them for powerful people. And, I, and, and someone on Instagram, a couple British guys just dying of shame in the wilderness said, Big Bear, he was a bad guy, but he didn't kill any kids. You said 400. It was only 79. Okay. 79 confirmed rapes, 79 different children. This is over a 40, 45 year run. Could have been stopped back when, when the Sex Pistols pointed it out. He used to, when he would procure children for, uh, for famous people, they would have to kill them after because you couldn't have witnesses. And he had a boat and it was known. It was known that he would take them on the boat and they would be raped and, um, and then killed. Because the, the prime minister can't, um, can't let a kid survive that they rape and kill. And they don't have a conscience, these people. They don't care. The kid is, it might as well be sweatpants. It might as well be a, a wrapper that you just you throw in the garbage. And, uh, and what it does is it causes trauma. There's a reason for this. I'm, I'm going to give you some info today. Because I've obsessed and I might not be the smartest guy in the world, but I'm smart enough and I don't, I'm unrelenting when it comes to certain concepts. Why do people do this? And it's how you control people. There's something called, um, uh, disassociative personality disorder. And, uh, I'll get to that in one second, but real quick, mystery Royal was part of suspected pedophile ring being investigated by Scotland Yard. But the inquiry was shut down for national security reasons. Sound familiar? National security reasons. It's not because they're raping children. Uh, it's for your own good. This is how abusers treat people. It's all about trauma and, and constant anxiety and constant depression. That's why they don't want the comedian to relieve the stress. That's why they don't want to let up on trauma. Because when you're traumatized and sexually assaulted as a child... You can easily become um, slaves to people. It's how you control people. It's what our media does to us. It's what our politicians do to us. It's what it, it's it creates disassociative personality disorder, and it's how evil works. So evil, one, when you're uh, satanic or you are not in the realm of good, which is not always easy, and it takes effort, and it takes faith, and it takes doubt, and it takes work, because we're all fallen. But when you're not there, you feel you fear death and you envy life, right? One thing about pedophilia is it's a hatred of um, of life itself because you're you're getting older and you're aging and you feel your life ticking down. I feel that even in myself. I'm 38 and I I can't jump rope as long as I could, and and I see my son and he's just this virulent, healthy, just little beautiful boy with the world in front of him, and I I love that. People that, that hoard, that have envy and lust and greed and all this stuff that when they don't think those are bad things and they let that take over and they accept it and they don't believe in God and they don't believe in Jesus and they don't believe in um, anything better than this world, it destroys them and they want what that child has. So if they can't have it, they'll ruin the child. And, they, a lot, and, and there's uh, blood situations and why do they do it in front of people like eyes wide shut style we'll get to nicole kidman in a second because it causes trauma to the viewer that's what isis does that's what a lot of uh evil authoritarians do they want to traumatize you by witnessing something horrible um that's why people rape and they kill unnecessarily you know i'm not talking about 
killing in war or killing for your own life or killing. I'm talking about taking a, a baby and slitting its throat and drinking the blood. What does that do? It traumatizes everybody who saw it. And then you, and then you own them. And in the end of the day, it's about secular power. I told you this was an intense one. And, uh, you don't think, all right, a list of child sex offenders inside the British government. This is all confirmed Tory party, party general, uh, election candidate, Michael Powell, Tory party, Douglas Campbell, uh, labor counselor, David Spooner. These are convicted, jailed one year, masturbating in front of two boys, uh, three years for downloading hardcore child porn. Um, Okay, guys, I don't feel like reading all this because it's so bad, but just look at how long this list is. Here's another full list of them. Here's another full list of them. Serial rape, serial child rape, another full list of them. And these are the ones that got caught. Same with the royal family. It's, it's really nuts. It's really, really crazy. And uh, let me stay on my point because I just want to. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about the Saudis. Um. Saudi Prince Al-Walid bin Talal runs child sex trafficking networks. Um, Saudi Princess Amira, blah, blah, blah. It, like the Saudis is so nuts that it's not even like, like when you're trying to like figure out what they're up to, it's obvious. It's like, it's right in the open. They like just buy and sell children. Saudi royals trade children by buying, renting, and gifting them to other high level elites around the world. The children are usually orphans taken from countries like Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, the Philippines, Somalia, blah, blah. The prince often gives the child sex slaves to other elite with the children then becoming their property and theirs to keep according to princess. But uh, th this is open. This is practice. So what makes you Americans think that we're any different, that that isn't happening here? Want to know who the Bangladeshis are in America? Undocumented Mexicans undocumented quote-unquote migrant workers you want to know why because they don't get tallied they don't have social security cards no one knows who they are i was thinking a lot about why people and i'm not going to make this political politics make things weak i'm just gonna why do people want undocumented open borders 80 percent of women that come to this country uh by way of coyotes without legal um, help get raped 80%. Now, forget about that, that Lena Dunham nonsense of one in five, 80, eight in 10, including children. Why do people want single mothers? Why do people think that women shouldn't be married and they should just date and have a kid and work? A child is the most in the most danger possible with a single mother that that's like dating. You're 30 times more likely to be molested by a stepfather or your mother's boyfriend than you are being anywhere else, you know, like uh, in, a, in a normal family. And why uh, do people like people who can't take care of themselves? Why do people want this needy class? Why is abortion seen as a rite of passage? You know, I didn't, to be honest, I didn't think too much about abortion back in the day. And if someone asked me, I would have said I was pro-choice because of my liberty tendencies of just human choice. I'd never gotten a woman pregnant. I was never really around babies. I always assumed, and this is a problem that a lot of people make, is they assume everyone has a conscience. So in my mind, I'm protecting the raped woman or the incestual woman or the, the, the victim that has been told to me on television and the media over and over and over again. I see that crying huddled woman in my, in my mind and I just want to touch her cheek and, and say, it's okay. You, you don't have to carry your rapist baby. You can, you can finish high school. 
That's not what really happens. That's been put in your head. And I also thought that people would have it rare and safe and all that stuff. And I still thought it was disgusting. Don't get me wrong. I've never thought it wasn't disgusting. But people, a lot of people don't have a conscience. Like when you assume, well, well, once you see the heartbeat or once you, you would just keep it. I mean, that's what people do. No, there's hundreds of thousands of unborn children being killed in America every year. And most of it is just um, birth control. And people who compare it to the, the, the death penalty, people say, well, people on the right are pro-death penalty, but against abortion. Yeah, death penalty assumes in extreme guilt of a heinous act. If you think there's no difference between a newborn baby and Ted Bundy, you have no conscience. Ted Bundy is a threat to people. I don't, I'm not even for the death penalty, and it's not because I don't think people should die for their sins. It's because I don't trust the state. They've, they've killed innocent people, in there, and, and they've just, I don't know. I'm not into it personally, but um, it's not that I don't think people should die. Why do they see abortion as a rite of passage and motherhood shame? Why? Why is it that in Hollywood, the people, the only people that can stay are the ones that don't have a conscience? And I'm, I'm ready to say that when they, when there was a, a five-year-old boy uh, and I'll, I'll keep referencing the same thing because I don't let people forget stuff because dissociative personality disorder relies on a short-term memory. You're prone to anxiety. You, you don't feel safe. You have uh, issues with identity, your own identity. And there's uh, you go in and out of uh, periods of uh, not having any memory. Sound familiar? That's pretty much everybody now. Uh, people rely on you to be like a goldfish and to forget the past. So I don't. And that's why I keep bringing up David Hogg, even though he's becoming a relic. I want people to remember what happened when they wouldn't talk about all the parents that wanted teachers to have guns or wanted armed security to do their job and were pro guns so that someone could have protected their children. And they only pushed, uh, anti-gun rhetoric and they, and they used this child quote unquote, who was almost 18 with an agenda and if a comedian made fun of them like me, I was banned from Twitter permanently. I won't let people forget that because that's our history now. You know, and it's the same with um, with the trans kid thing. You know, when uh, when I'm I'm even blanking on the guy's name. Something Th Jesse Thorne. He's a he's got power in Hollywood. It's kind of like that um, that guy from. Comet Pizza, the something infant, I love infant guy, James Dillafont, I love infant. Not going to go down that rabbit hole. Please do it yourself, though. It's pretty crazy. But that guy was listed as GQ's one, one of the most powerful people in all of D.C., top 50. And no one knew what he did. He owned a pizza shop. That's it. He had never accomplished anything outside of cooking and then owning a pizza shop with a ping pong table. He was listed as one of the most powerful people in dc why hmm i don't know just like jesse thorne is very powerful no one really knows his name he has a podcast with that hodgman dude and he had a five-year-old boy that he said identify as a girl dressed him up like a girl gave him a girl's name treated him like a girl all the time uh was willing to give him hormone blockers so he never became a boy and the whole time made it seem like he was so good and I was so bad for calling that child abuse and to watch all the people not have my back. That's why I had Joe Rogan's back for a really long time because he had me on in that time of 
insanity. And he would say that that was bad. Granted, there's been a million times when he won't call things out, but I will always give him credit for that. And I realized to be powerful in Hollywood, you had to pass a purity test of not having a conscience. You know, I could say I was pro-choice. I, uh, I'd have, I had had sex with people I didn't love. I had smoked weed and I'd get drunk and pass out sometimes on the, on the sidewalk. Uh, I, uh, I'd make fun of anything. That's about it though. So, but it, just given that region, I was passing purity tests. Like, okay, okay, he's down. He's down to have no conscience. And then things started turning where I, I awoke and I said, this is really bad. This is wrong. And they're like, but Owen, we just gave you $60,000 for a book and painted your painting on a, on a wall. You can't give that up. You're too far deep. And I was like, no, we're talking about a five-year-old child because I had abuse happen to me as a child. I think most people did on some level. And uh, I would never pass that on. I would never, it's in my gut at all times to protect uh, people that can't protect themselves. And a five-year-old boy is just a, a sacrificial lamb. And so I was uh, kicked out. So let's talk a little bit about Hollywood and dissociative personality disorders. If you know actresses, typically and actors, a lot of them have dissociative personality disorders. Max girlfriend, uh, Christina Ricci, and I'm not blowing up her spot or sending any secrets or anything. Her dad, uh, her dad was this scream therapist and would scream to like bring out the demons and people like very bizarre, crazy upbringing and a lot of uh, craziness in her, in her life. And she would sometimes say, I'm slipping into a fugue state. And it was because of childhood trauma and instability and all the things that cause dissociative personality disorder. And then I started realizing everyone out there has that. They're like Play-Doh. And I have it a little bit. I have that ability of, of, of just being capable of being taken over by dark forces because of uh, trauma and because of anxiety and depression that I've experienced throughout my life. Uh, forms of PTSD that everyone has, but now has been weaponized by a group of very bad people. And so you see these actors and actresses capable of saying anything and changing their mind on anything. Like that Zoolander joke about how male models were always the assassins was genius. And a lot of people didn't pick up on how brilliant that reveal was. Whereas like, because male models do what they're told, Derek, it's, it's men in entertainment will literally turn their head as a more powerful man rapes their wife. And we saw that with, with Harvey Weinstein in the open. And that was one of many, it's just a sea of it. And I had never been in love. Um, no offense to Christina Ricci, but you know, like I was in like, liked her a ton, but until Amy. And once I felt that connection to a human being, and then of course, once we had Walter and then Charlie, it was a no brainer. It was like, you don't lay a finger on my wife. You don't put my son. You don't even, you don't even make the world a, a place where my son can't thrive for your candy and your treats and your indulgences. Cause the world is Lucifer's kingdom. And that's real because people say, Oh, I'm so happy though. I feel so free. We're just doing Coke in the woods. And what if it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. That's nonsense. Of course you can feel happy and good and pleasurable and euphoric in, in Satan's kingdom. Of course you can. That's the whole draw. And that, and if you, and if you take that and if you bring it in and say, yes, this is what I'm all about. I'm all about just eating what I want, banging who I want, you know, 
just saying whatever to keep me in this group that gets away with anything. You know, it's like, yeah, Kavanaugh, that good little Catholic. What did he say in that yearbook? We're going to have people accused of rape, people that have been credibly outed as banging people in the Oval Office, and then his wife covered for it with threats. We're going we're gonna to point our finger at a 17-year-old and say, how many beers did you drink? And no one's going to say anything because we're in, we're in Satan's world, right? It's a burden to get out, but there's no other way to live. You, and let's, let's continue. It always goes to the destruction of children and the raping of women. It always goes to that. There's something about that. There's something about evil that's drawn there. All right, so, and I'll, I'll explain later why I'm talking about Saudi Arabia and all this stuff. So Saudi Arabia, children usually are friends, blah, blah. All right, so uh, let's talk about Nicole Kidman. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Flynn, a little bit about a Potessa, a little bit about blood, blood itself, children's blood. And uh, yeah, and I got some videos for you that'll blow your mind. And if you comment in the comment section, cause I, I see it all the time. You know, I see, like I played that, that clip with, uh, with Bill Gates about saying he wants to lower the population and he can do that with, uh, with, uh, vaccines and all this stuff. And, and then people are like, well, well, what does he say after? I'm like, just look it up. I know what you're doing. You just don't want to internalize this cause it scares you. It may be that he believes that, um, vaccines make people healthier and more prosperous and then they'll have less children. That might be it. You know, a lot of people in India say otherwise, but that may be it. I'm open to that. Uh, the CO2 level, he, I'm sorry, maybe he's just trying to get it to what it was in 1750 randomly for no reason. And he doesn't want to make it zero because he's not that insane to think that plants don't need food. Fine. But it's the, it's people just being like, well, I need more. If you do that after what we're about to talk about, just don't bother commenting. Just go to your own little hell and just figure your shit out because you're in a bad place, dude. Straight up, I'm looking at you in your eyes, cyber eyes, whatever. If you're about to see what I'm about to show you, and it's not graphic, it's scary. The trigger warning, it's scary. There's no, I'm not showing you pictures. We're not going to go down the pedestal rabbit hole. I'm not going to show you that the, the quote-unquote art but I'm going to show you some in info and there's a reason that the media is freaking out. Uh, and by the way, I'm getting none of this from Q Q may be awesome. Q not be. I I'm just not in that train. This is accessible information. You do not need an inside guy for any of this. It's it's wide out in the open. So Nicole Kim and I always thought it was weird. Cause this is her brother-in-law. The cause of death is undetermined and the manner of death is undetermined. Uh, Director of Police Affairs of New York City told blah, blah, the sudden death of one of Sydney's society princes attracted much uh, uh, and autopsy findings. They denied having an autopsy. They didn't have an autopsy to preserve uh, the privacy of the family. Very weird. It was a very healthy young man. Died for no reason. Okay, so I'm intrigued. I'm looking more into this. Let's look more into the Kidmans. Kidman had a strong moral. Oh, this is about his uh, the dad. Okay, this is all going to start making sense, guys. Just stay with me. Bear in mind, let me read you one more time what the associative, uh, the, the, those, those mental disorders, what they are and what causes them. Uh, I just got a text from Gavin. I hope he's good. 
All right, causes. The disorders most often form in children subjected to long-term physical, sexual, emotional abuse, or less often a home environment that's frightening or highly unpredictable, right? I think a lot of us have that, right? I think that's one thing that the bears have in common. We have a little bit of madness, but uh, we claw our way out. You know what I'm saying? Personal identity is still forming during childhood. The disorders most often form in children subjected to long-term physical sexual blah, blah. The stress of war or natural disasters also can bring on dissociative um, disorders. Personal identity is still forming. Oh, why did I just repeat that? I just copied and pasted twice. Dissociation is a process linked to lapses of attention, ADHD, history of abuse or trauma, compromised emotional memory, and uh, no emotional memory, so you don't know how to feel about things. Does that sound vaguely familiar? And a dis, disintegrated sense of self. I, I, this is a mental disease, right? It's when people say, I identify as, I identify. Well, I'm uh, trans, non-binary. It, it's literally a mental disorder, right? And it comes from trauma. It is theorized that dissociation stems from avoiding emotional information, especially negative emotion. You know, it's, it's, it's big bouts of trauma and then um, no criticism or any of that stuff all right especially to 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 protect a fragile psyche so that's what you grow into you have no ability of handling negative emotion because you have a fragile psyche well there's no quote-unquote cure for dissociative identity disorder long-term treatment can be helpful listen to what long-term treatment is talk therapy that means having a community um adjunctive therapy such as art or movement therapy so basically it means exercise, express yourself with art and talk to people. You know, the stuff that we've known for thousands and thousands of years is what makes us human beings. So why would someone possibly want a nation of people with that disorder? Kidman had a strong moral compass. This is about the guy, by the way, he's one of the heads of a giant pedophile uh, network. We'll get to that in a second. I just want to, you know, cue you in on where we're headed. Kidman had a strong moral compass. This is her father. Uh, Nicole Kidman's father, actress in movie Eyes Wide Shut. We'll get to that in a second as well. He believed those who struggle in society should be supported by government. Hmm. So you mean he likes the needy. He likes people that need him. He likes power. He does not want people to have their own sense of self or they're in control of their, they want to be needed by the government. He often wrote a senior politicians about injustices he witnessed at the grassroots uh, just wait till you find out how insane this is. As early as 1970s, Kidman returned to Australia, accepting a senior lecturer position in the Department of Biochemistry at Monash University. Antonia, his second child, soon arrived to complete their family. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Journalist, popular TV presenter, media, media. Performer is not the only passion he shared with his daughter. Performer. He was foremost an academic and was at his happiest when he left to research, ponder, and write his own books and articles. He was immensely proud of that. In recent times, Antonia had followed a similar pathway, undertaking and excelling in law. Okay, so we have law, performance, psychology. In 1972, Kidman uh, made the move to the University of Technology. Same uh, study for, I hope I didn't miss the part that I really, all right. I might've missed the part, but it might've gotten cut off, but I got way more. Psychologist, the official journal of clinical Australian psychology. All right, around the world, we'll miss him. This is after he died mysteriously in Sydney as he was fleeing uh, sex scandal, by the way. In 2005, Kidman uh, was made a member of the Order of Australia for his contribution to clinical psychology. His academic achievement include 154 journal articles and nine books, as well as regular presenters at conference internationally, probably a lot in Thailand. 
he was an early advocate of the self-help movement, translating uh, translating psych psychological science into accessible books for the community. One of his greatest passions was singing. He followed blah blah and various. He also enjoyed uh, the performing songs at local retirement villages. All right, that wasn't in there yet. Hang on. Uh, bah, bah, bah. Hang on. With the explosive claims in the weekend paper, I'll, I'll tell you what I was getting at if, I, if it's not in one of these articles. Uh, of child sex abuse revealed against Cardinal George Pell, we reflect back to 2014. The article was originally blah, blah. Dr. Anthony uh, Kidman died Friday. After fleeing Australia, when accused of the sexual abuse and murder of children in an elite Sydney pedophile ring. A month prior, Fiona Barnett had filed a complaint with the Australian NSW Police and Child Abuse Royal Commission alleging Kidman's sexual and physical assaults on her throughout her childhood. She, she also claimed she witnessed a, a, a child being skinned alive. I'll get to why they like to make them scared. Uh, the clinical of uh, 43 years... Uh, where he went to Singapore until he died. The families refused to comment on Singapore police has an open investigation on what they termed an unnatural death. Yesterday, Barnett released her own theory about Kidman's death. Yeah, they said he fell from a building and then they said he died of a heart attack. It happened on White Balloon Day, an event meaningful um, to me. This is a blog uh, post because it raised awareness for child sex assault victims. The main perpetrator of my childhood abuse was Anthony Kidman, died suddenly in Singapore. Yesterday, he had... His funeral. Kidman was, as I alleged, part of a Sydney-based pedophile ring. I was victim up until 15. What is undisputed is that at the time of his death, Kidman was under investigation by the NSW Healthcare Complaints Commission, the Psychology Council of Ambaba, and presumably the Royal Commission into Institutional Responses to Child Abuse, as well as the police. So they're all coming at him. His whole world's falling apart. I'll just tell you, he was specializing in uh, anti-bullying He's trying to create a world where there's no male that can stand up for anybody. He raped and killed a ton of kids. It's kind of like the, uh, the, uh, the dude in uh, England. Since 1986, I've report, reported Kidman's crimes to health professionals, none of whom adhered to mandatory reporting legislation until 2008. Uh, I reported Kidman's involvement in the Sydney-based pedophile ring to the police, blah, blah, blah. All right. Let's keep going. All right, Kidman, Kidman. This is when things get a little demonic again. All right, this is this this shook me up a little bit. So we just discussed how the Earth is uh, Lucifer's realm, right? Nicole Kidman's relatives are among the largest landowners on the planet. Researchers believe Nicole Kidman's family is one of the largest landowners on the planet. Wait till you see. Australian farming company Kidman Holdings is the eighth biggest landowner in the world. Uh, you want to see? It's a, uh, it's four and a half times the size of Wales. All right. Want to take a look at this? Wait till you see this. See those lit up areas, the red areas? A map of Australia shows in red the vast amount of land spread over 17 locations belonging to the Kidman Holdings, said to be larger than Hungary, larger even than 90 of the world's smaller states. They own all of it. Why does that matter? Landowners, the biggest landowners in the world are the Queen, riddled with pedophile scandals, royal family. King Abdullah of Saudi Arabia, the old uh, child sex trafficker. Of course, the Pope can't get, keep his hands off uh, kids, or if, if not him, it's, uh, he covers for people. You know, these are just a list. This is just a list. The oh, King of Thailand. What is Thailand known for? Child sex industry. It's nuts, dude. It's all nutty.
All right, so let's get back to more Kidman. Anthony Kidman says he dies of a heart attack after he died falling out of a building. And, and I read somewhere else that there was a vigilante justice happening. All right, uh, what do we got here? Tony will be missed. Tony will be missed. Where is it? Together, young people. Providing services for young people in the delivery of appropriate treatment and clinical services. He authored several publications dealing with anxiety and depression and was a regular speaker on television and radio. Um, I, I missed the, the part. Oh, here we go. In particular, psychosis, bullying, and stress. So it, it's starting to make a little sense that his fascination in the world is um, stress, psychosis, and bullying of children, right? And he's incredibly accused by it's it's crazy the the, the Sydney pedophile stuff if you want to get into that um of killing children and and drinking their blood this is when things get wild all right now eyes wide shut this is how satanism and uh the, the this ultra elite pedophile demonic stuff is described by like illuminati people and all that it's it's shown in a in a Nicole Kidman movie. And I'll tell you why they do this. This is from a movie and it's right out of it. They do this because it's a psychological trick. What Hollywood does is they is they take a horror that's either coming or everyone feels and knows is around and they write a story around it. Like like I think why they they produced Hunger Games is because of uh Agenda 21. You know they want your mind to not tell the difference between reality and fiction. So Nicole Kidman stars in a movie about secret sex, pedophile, demonic um, subcultures. And then it, it turns out that's what she's from. The Rothschilds, here's a picture. I honestly don't know that much about the Rothschilds, but the thing about the Rothschilds is they embraced that, that you know, uh, earthly desire religion. And... <sighs> I mean, it sounds all well and good on the surface, but it always degrades. All right, so why do they drink blood of children? Right now you're like, Big Bear, there's no way. This is, listen, drinking the blood of children, they feel uh, makes them young and they scare the kids because there's something called uh, adrenochrome. I don't know if this part is real, to be honest with you. I know they drink the kid's blood. I'll show you. We're getting there. But- they say adrenochrome or something. It's when uh, a young child releases fear in their body. If you drink their blood, it feels like um, you're high. And that's been dating back. Oh, and, and it reminded me, my son, I, we watched the movie Monsters, Inc. And there's a scene that's now <laughs> horrifying where they, 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 they uh, scare children and bottle their screams. The whole city's run on the screams of children. And so they go in, they, scream, they scare the kids. This is the whole plot of the movie. I never understood. See, this is the problem. When you can't comprehend evil, it's your fault if you have kids. you got to understand how the enemy thinks or else you're, you're exposing your kid. It's like, oh, I can let my kid play with this great white shark. I mean, why would the shark bite him? I mean, nothing matters. No, you got to know shit. And I didn't understand what Monsters, Inc. And my son loves this movie, too. So these monsters go into children's bedrooms, scare them into screaming. The scream gets bottled, and that's what they power the city on. So the bad character, the Steve Buscemi monster, figures out 
how to put a, a device on a kid. And, and those of you right now saying, oh, this is fiction, Big Bear. This is real. The way it works is you, is you make real fiction so you can't tell the difference. This is like M- NK, MK Ultra shit. This is how you confuse mass populations to undercut giant problems. Uh, so in Monsters, Inc., a kid is the, the fear is sucked out of them until they're dead. It's implied that they then murder the kids. So there's people say they do that. I can't prove that, but I think they probably do because look at this. This is in the guardian. This is in New York times. And this is a very famous man. All right, what we now call uh, intergenerational fairness has suffered a lot lately, and it's not about to be improved by the news that the baby boomers are sucking the blood out of the young. Although, in fairness, they are only after the plasma. This This is all real. So do not write to me that I'm passing fake news. I don't know about adrenochrome. I can't confirm or deny that. It, it makes sense to me that, that these sick bastards would do something like that. But this is very real. All right. In Monterey, California, a new startup has emerged offering transfusions of human plasma, 1.5 liters at a time, pumped in across two days, harvesting uniquely from young adults. Ambrosia, the vampire startup uh, concerned, is run by a 32-year-old doctor named Jesse Carmazan who bills $8,000 a pop for participation in what has been dubbed a quote-unquote study. Now, they're literally sucking the youth from you, and they're drinking it. That's real. This is all real. So far, he has 600 clients with a median age of 60. Baby boomers are not only putting the next generation in crippling, never-ending debt. uh, They're destroying their culture and society that the greatest generation cemented into stone. They're now literally sucking the blood out of their bodies. The blood collected from local blood blanks and separated and combined, it takes multiple donors. All right, let's, let's put some names and some faces to this, shall we? The Guardian, this is not InfoWars, although I love InfoWars, I'm not mocking InfoWars, I'm just saying this is a left-wing mainstream thing. Ambrosia, the startup harvesting the blood of the young. The notion has been parodied on TV. Oh, parodied on TV? You mean mythological monsters throughout all of time? Oh, and and they take bone marrow from unborn babies. By the way, that's another thing. You wonder what you wonder why these people are pushing um, abortion as some sort of rite of passage. It 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 causes dissociative personality disorder in women that have abortions a lot of times, unless they already don't have a conscience, or they hate their rapist so much they don't care. Um, but this is like the dissociative personality disorder is is now a plague because of this stuff. So why do they want all these unborn babies? Because the bone marrow of a baby makes these fuckers think they're going to live forever. All right. At $8,000, it's a bit of a bloodsucker. <laughs> Doing a pun in this article is insane. Plasma from teenagers to reinvigorate older people. Peter Thiel. Let's get, let's get right down to it. Peter Thiel, who's the head of PayPal. I was invited to a dinner with him once by, uh, and by the way, he may not be an evil man. This is an evil act uh, by Eric Weinstein. And it was, the conversation had this weird tone to it too. He's like, you know, we like what you're doing. So if you need any backing or anything, just don't be scared to ask until, until he told me I said the wrong thing and I was bad for branding. All right. 
So I'm looking into Parabiela stuff, which I think is really interesting. This is where they did the young blood into older mice, and they found that it had a massive rejuvenation effect. He said, and so that's that. Uh, that is one that again, it's one of those very odd things where people had done those studies in the 50s, and then I got it got dropped altogether. I think there are a lot of these things that have been strangely underexplored, sucking the blood from children. It's unclear whether the 48-year-old entrepreneur, uh, billionaire Peter Thiel, by the way, one of the only right-leaning uh, billionaires in Silicon Valley, so I'm a little torn up on this because I've always been very supportive of Peter Thiel, Trump supporter, understands uh, capitalism, but, you know, possibly sucking the blood out of the young, uh, is currently receiving parabolous treatments. Uh, Bird something reports that a Thiel Capital employee, actually the personal health director to Peter Thiel, according to uh, LinkedIn page previously, uh, this, sorry, I'm having a hard time reading it because I have a light right in my eyes. The founder of Ambrosia, all right, this is kind of boring. Valley is, is abound with rumors of wealthy tech elites experimenting with parabiosis and Gawker has repeated that it, it received uh, a tip in June claiming that Teal spends $40,000. I remember that was a month on, on, the, on the blood of children. Teal himself has invented a number of biotech startups, including companies like uh, something which seeks to use stem cell technology to cure cancer. And he's given 60 million. All right. This is one thing that these, these dudes always do is they always make it seem like it's for the, the greater good. It's always that we are serving the world now. No, 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 no. They're all trying to live forever. They're terrified of death because they have no religion, spirituality in their life whatsoever. They just want, because that's the thing that happens when you put on the deer antlers and, and rape and kill a kid. Uh, it may seem fun at the time, but that all you do is lose those feelings, right? So if you are motivated by the thrills of the flesh, and by the way, the concept of killing or raping a child, let alone anyone would be pleasurable to your flesh is so demonic, but you have to understand it for the, for the good of your kids. You can't do this, la, 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 like these cowards on Instagram that go, Big Bear, why don't you just play by the rules so you can stay? You're my favorite comedian, by the way. Big Bear, I think you kind of like being banned from things. You like being a victim. Uh, buddy, I know enough about psychology and not the, the nonsense kind, not the, not the manipulative kind, the kind that I've learned throughout my life. I know exactly why people say stuff like that. It's to take the burden responsibility off their own shoulders, put it on the victim because they can't deal with the fact they say nothing in times of, of strice, of strice, of strice and of uh, struggle. You know, these people that are calling me white nationalist, white supremacist, anti-Semitic, homophobic, transphobic, bigoted, all this stuff. It's so odd. Like for a month, I was stunned by it. I was like, how do they not know I'm not? Wait a minute. There must be a big mix up. They have to do that because if not, I'm a person saying the right thing, morally the right thing in a time when there's consequences and I'll lose. I've, I've estimated I probably lost a million dollars since I've said that, since, since I've done that. I'm now doing well because it's also less anxiety because I get to control my own career. But like there's big money at stake for this stuff. I remember when I was first texting with Theo before he just ghosted me after agreeing with Whitney Candleface Cummings that I'm a, a white supremacist. He was like, dude, I'm up for a, a development deal. It's crazy out here, but I can't say anything. I'm like, it's so like in my mind, I didn't want to think at the time, but it's like, it's over for you then. 
as soon as you do that, the only time I can see it, and I suspect Norm McDonald might have done this, is if you have a crew that you don't want to get fired. That's the one time when you're not, I still think it's absolutely wrong and definitely don't do it. You're not saving anybody by getting their, that's the story of Abraham and Isaac. I, I find it the most profound part of the entire Old Testament, and that's including Cain and Abel. It's like, as soon as you take that knee for whatever reason, uh, life dramatically changes for you until you get out of that hole you're in. I suspect Norm Macdonald apologized on The View because he didn't. He thought of the people that would be hurt because he doesn't care about Barbara Walters. I mean, let's, he, I know his spirit. He doesn't need their approval. But why did he apologize for words? I, I truly believe that he thought of his team and was like, I want them to have to, uh, to, to have a job. And it's sad because you can see you losing your edge. As soon as you do that, you lose your edge. Because now everything's suspect. <clears throat> you know? That's what happened with uh, Peterson, which I'll get to, by the way. Is uh, As soon as you say apologize to this leftist mob, now, now your whole message is gone. <clears throat> because now it's like, so which one do we or don't we? It's the same with comedy. If you apologize for any joke, except for the joke not being funny enough or ready, that you can apologize for. Or tone deaf because you didn't know a fact. That, you know, like if you're doing a rape joke and you didn't know someone was raped, you can be like, oh, man, I'm really sorry. That seems intentional. I'm, that's awful. I'm sorry. But you're not apologizing for doing a rape joke. It was just, you know, it's a dinner table. It's, it's someone's, someone's birthday. But um, as soon as you apologize, now all your jokes become weapons. That's what I think people need to understand about me, about me not having the political agenda that I think they think I have. Like, I blast people. They don't realize that I'll do a Christian joke. I'll make fun of men. I'll make fun of America. I'll make fun of um, MAGA guys. It's so, you hear it so much that you don't even realize I'm making those jokes. I'll make fun of Trump's ego or whatever. There's orange fucking skin or something. But you don't even register it. You register it when I make fun of all the things I'm not allowed to make fun of. Muslims, Islam, Mohammed. You know, homosexuals, trans people, um, socialism, you know, these th- uh, women, you know, these things that, that are off limits. You know, David Hogg, uh, these black power movies like uh, like uh, what was that movie? Uh, black Panther, like mocking that. Everyone's like, no, you have an agenda. I'm like, I also mock Steven Seagal and, and Van Damme and, and Roadhouse, the ultimate dude, bro, white guy movie. I've mocked for hours straight. You just don't register it because you're only looking at, at, at the no-no words. And so as soon as I stop making fun of Islam, I can't make fun of Jesus. And, and the fact that I'm Christian doesn't apply to this concept. The Simpsons, not the Simpsons, awful. South Park addressed it because they had to bend the knee, but it's because but they made a whole episode explaining the forces and why it's wrong. So they never took the knee. They said it, it, there, it was it was Cartman and one of the other dudes. They, they're in the middle of a road, and and Cartman and and uh, Stan or Kyle, I think it might have been Kyle. It's like, so you want you want a uh, Family Guy to get canceled, but why? Because he was pretending he was offended by a joke. It's like, why would you want Family Guy canceled? He's like, everyone's talking about Family Guy. I hate Family Guy. He goes, but why just one joke? He goes, don't you see, Kyle? Don't you see? If I apologize for. Mohammed, then I have to apologize to the Catholics 
about the kid fucking jokes. And now I have to apologize for people in wheelchairs. And if I do that, I have to apologize for people that aren't tall enough. And then I have to buy. And he goes, and then you can't do any jokes at all. And then they're canceled. And no one says, did you see Family Guy? They did that on Family. It was genius. Because Comedy Central wouldn't let him do Muhammad. And so they were like, all right, well, now we're going to show you why that's wrong. So good for South Park. The, one of the only remaining legends left. All right, so this blood is happening. <clears throat> oh, this is just a random Podesta one. Look into Podesta. Like, walnut growing Northern California surely knows. They're, they're speaking in code to the point where there's this lefty podcast I used to listen to called Reply All because I wanted to better understand internet culture because I'm an old man. And I'm like, I call you on the phone, and then you pick up the phone, you hear? What are these kids thinking about? So it's crazy progressive leftist podcast, and I actually enjoyed it. Uh, because they talked about technology. It was called Reply All. And they analyzed the Podesta emails. And even they, not InfoWars, not right wing, these dudes were like, they're definitely not talking about pizza. They're like, can you bring a slice to the airport? What toppings do you want? Oh, that napkin you gave me last time was a great nap. They're crazy sex traffic guys. So, okay. Wait till you see the videos I got, and then I'll, I'll start. Uh, th- this is intense for me. I, I feel like a combination of strength, anger, and I kind of want to cry a little bit at the same time. So, Flynn, this is when things are going to get intense. And I don't – I'm going to show you another thing because there's no blue check mark, but I don't know what blue check marks mean anymore. But this is uh, – Proud Conservative uh, posted this. And then I looked it up. There's uh, – Roger Stone reported on it. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second because I really am not trying to pass on information that isn't – valid i think i hope you know that about me the one the most valuable thing in this world besides the healthier family time is trust all right and so just trust that if i mess up like get the word vomitorium wrong i will tell you i that all right so jim acosta says we are not the enemy of the people i am not your enemy we are not the enemy it is wrong to call your fellow americans the enemy we are all on the same team we are all americans and michael flynn jr says You and I are not on the same team. You people have actually tried to destroy my family by spreading lie after lie with regard to the Russia, quote unquote, investigation. I'd say that makes you my enemy. And the only way to defeat you is continue exposing how full of shit you are. So so Flynn is now suing. And people are fucking terrified. All right. Where's Flynn? Oh, I mislabeled that. I can just sum it up if I can't find it. Oh, Roger Stone cites the revelatory report that the real reason the deep state forced President Trump to fire his NSA head, General Michael Flynn, was not because of alleged Flynn-Russia collusion, which doesn't exist, and the MSM mainstream media hasn't um, been able to prove it, uh, but because General Flynn has in his possession a long list of names of elite and powerful D.C. politicians, Democrats and Republicans, including judges, logic, according to, all right, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm pacing this. So that none, so you get it. Okay, I, I showed you S- Saville. I then showed you all the pedophiles in prison or convicted from the British government. I'm, I'm then showing you how Hollywood works. I'm going to show you even more now uh, to the point where now when I say stuff like that, you have to understand there's backing to it. If you look up uh, Pizzagate, there's, there's, there's all mainstream does is paint this guy as a victim. And the reason I know there's something to Pizzagate is 
And some of my friends disagree with, with me on this. Like sometimes people be like, well, does Crowder think that? No, Crowder does not believe in Pizzagate. I'm sure he's, he's way more, he just, he doesn't go down these rabbit holes like me. So I'm not speaking on behalf of my friends. Just hear me out. When Megyn Kelly, that racist for talking about blackface, was uh, doing the, the state's bidding and was talking to uh, David or James Elephant, which in, in, in French means love infant, that's just, that doesn't prove anything. But anyway, uh, well, I don't know what is effect though. His mom did try and get a pedophile, a convicted serial pedophile that used to teach in, a, in her son's school out of prison. Susan, Susan Elephant, Alan Font. I don't know. So when he was on Megyn Kelly, this is when I know someone's full of shit is when they don't say the obvious facts that is very provable. She was like, you, you have been such a victim here and you uh, these right-wing neo-Nazi nonsense, fascist, Hitler, bigot, Tr Trumpians uh, think that there's a pedophile ring. And it all came from 4chan. And he was like, yeah, it all, it, how things can spin out across the internet. It's like, no, bitch. It all came from the Podesta dump. When WikiLeaks released John Podesta's email back and forth between him and very, very powerful people, and they kept talking about this pizza place and they kept talking about getting pizza with toppings at the airport. And can you bring one over? We have a hot tub. It's like, given what we know about Epstein, you know, pedophile Island, Lolita Express, Bill Clinton went there 26 times without his security, right? Epstein is, went to prison for underage sex trafficking. Now, to steel man everybody, they say Donald Trump said he was friends with Epstein and he was a great guy. He says that about Kim Jong-un. That's what he does. Uh, I believe, according to what I was looking up, Trump went one time to Pedophile Island and left on a different plane. I believe that Trump saw some shit that motiv motivated him to run for president. I think he's a flanderer. I think he can be borderline abusive, probably with wives or girlfriends. I think he fucks a ton. Probably not now. I think he will do anything to get a deal done. I think he's arrogant, but I think he can turn his arrogance on and off depending on the sale. I do not think he's a sexual predator. And I think non-sexual predators can usually sense, I, I, I was wrong about Cosby. I never saw that pudding pop machine, but Trump seems like a typical alpha guy. He doesn't have that creepy. He doesn't want people to be vulnerable. That's what I look for in people. When people are like, I'm here to end bullying and to end business. And I want everyone to be provided for by the government. That's how pimps talk. That's how abusers talk. That's how pedophiles talk. When you say you get out there and you do it yourself, I believe in you. That's, a, that's a normal masculine mentality. All right. So given what we know about Lolita express to an Island for pedophiles, uh, Epstein did time in prison. Bill Clinton flight logs left his secret service behind and went to one Island with a now convicted sex trafficker of children, his Island. So we know that. So none of this is like crazy. All right. So let's get to Hollywood, Hollywood. Now, this is when things get wacky. All right, so which section is this? Okay, this was on Oprah. Now, at first, this guy seems wacky, but we're about to start doing a little dive into um, 
uh, Susan Tate or Sharon Tate and uh, Polanski. And more importantly, the reaction to Polanski. There's always going to be monsters. Right now, there is definitely a Christian conservative Republican in Congress that rapes and kills and is a monster. Of course, the difference the difference in communities, the difference between a good, healthy Christian community, a good, healthy conservative community, a good, healthy American community is when you find a monster, you point and you call him out. That's one of my favorite things about Crowder. Kind of a dick, but like I never feel like he's hiding people doing things. And that's one thing I love about right wing people. That's one thing I love about Gavin McGinnis and Dave Smith and, and Stefan Molyneux and people that, um, and a lot of you guys, I know a lot of you guys disagree with me on my next one, even Ben Shapiro. I mean, I'm becoming friends with Vox day and I know Vox, uh, speak, doesn't speak very highly of Ben and he does make some points about some of the chicken Hawk stuff with war and, and stuff like that. I don't get the feeling that Ben's raping or lying to me or trying to fuck with me. I think he has a little bit of paranoia and doesn't think through joke, um, like his joke implications, calling people human garbage and whatnot. But like people on the right make me feel like I, that we can identify monsters together because there's going to be monsters all sides forever. Human beings, there is just a, a glitch in the matrix where every now and then you get a psychopath. And if that, that psychopath is allowed around his kids and he does enough abuse and none of the neighbors stand up for the kids and the kids don't have a way out. Uh, you just made more psychopaths, even people that could have had empathy, right? So the difference is when people don't call it out, you know it's a sick and diseased and evil thing. I told you I was going to spook you on this Halloween. All right, now I just got to stay focused. All right, watch this. I'll drug them or whoever you want to get them ready for the ceremony, and at that time, they will slice the person's throat open, oh, pick oh, up oh. the blood in a chalice because they believe that the power can, in the blood will add to them. Oh, How do you know this? One. How do you know this? I wasn't the only one who practiced this type so of... So have you, have you practiced in going out and picking up people off the street and slicing yes, their throats? Yes, it was the easiest way. To and why are you, you in jail? Wait a minute. And I wanted to fact, say it. As a matter of fact, Why didn't they kill him? And why aren't you in jail? Please of, let him speak. Sharon Tate LaBianca's murder okay, was a, was a witch's hitting. Sharon Tate wanted out, but the thing is, the Illuminati... What designed, do you mean she wanted out? She was she a witch? Want, yes, she was tired of it. She wanted to get out, but Sharon the Tate thing is... Witch. Okay. Oh, but the thing is... You base those allegations on what? On when I was in, myself. I'm not the only one who knows this information. Anybody who was in witchcraft during that time can tell you the same thing. What happened That Sharon was, Tate was a practicing witch? Yes. Okay. As a matter of fact, um, the Illuminati... I have no information to refute it, so I'm only going on what you're saying. The Illuminati sent Charles Manson in to kill her. If you remember, she was, she was killed. Um, one leg was slung up from the rafter, her hands behind her. Trigger warning, there's about to be a picture. There's going to be a picture. If you're squeamish, there's a picture, I think. Or wait a minute, not an Oprah, not an Oprah. Forget it. You look at the 12th major arcane one. It's look, it looks like the hangman. That's exactly how Sharon. Yeah, picture. Sorry, sorry. There's I, I. I hate that. I hate gruesome stuff. I really. I was trying to avoid that completely. I just didn't think that they would show that. And, um, you know, bro. But okay, so pregnant woman murdered by Helter Skelter. And for those of you guys that, that don't know that, that are very young and think that Paul McCartney, you only know Paul McCartney because he did a duo with uh, with uh, Kanye West. 
Helter Skelter was um, Charles Manson had a satanic group and they killed Sharon Tate, the actress who was married and pregnant to Polanski, Roman Polanski, right? They're a power couple. So she was ritualistically murdered and her baby, I think was, don't quote me. I think the baby was eaten and Polanski was in Europe and uh, with his alibi. So all these people are saying, I, I turned that off because I, 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 I don't want anybody that doesn't go against terms and conditions or whatever, but I don't want you guys having to see stuff like that because ideas are, are good. I don't like, uh, I don't like that. That was gross. But anyway, so all these people were saying that that Polanski hired, they they gave drugs to uh, to uh, Manson, who is another witch, to kill his wife because she wanted out. This is the thing that happens to women. This is why uh, authoritarians and Satanists hate mothers and families because there's a bond that's greater than than evil. So she is pregnant. She's getting bigger, and she says she wants out. Now, uh, Oprah, acting like she isn't uh, an Illuminati herself, uh, acted like she couldn't refute it. Well, there actually is corroborated evidence. So Sharon Tate, her first movie was called Eye of the Devil. And the person, I think it was not Crawley. I think he was dead by the time. I don't know very much about Satanism. Thank God, by the way. But... uh Someone said that they were on set to be like the consultant and uh, Tate was all in. Like Tate was in witchcraft and Satanism and so was Polanski. All right. So now that is a theory. That's not proven. But what is proven is that Roman Polanski drugged and raped a 13-year-old girl at Jack Nicholson's house. Uh, Angelica Houston walked in and thought it wasn't a big deal. Uh, On Howard Stern... Uh, Quentin Tarantino said she was down with it. Come on. She was qu- quaaludes, alcohol, drugs, raped, anal, anally. Not that it matters. It's all bad. But this this 50-year-old multi-multi-millionaire man whose wife had been butchered and baby butchered and potentially eaten by the Mansons, he, he uh, roofies and rapes a 13-year-old girl. Have you seen a 13-year-old girl lately? Like my neighbor has uh, daughters. They're kids. Thirteen is a baby. You know, I'm around people uh, my age or older a lot, or like, uh, you know, you see girls in like college or something. Even eighteen looks insane. Thirteen, and that was before they were pumped full of hormones. This is a child, and this is a man with power, and he drugs her. Talk about Me Too movement, right? So why am I explaining all this? Because it's at Jack Nicholson's house. He rapes her. Um, People back it. Watch Whoopi Goldberg's reaction to this. This is all real on video. If you backtrack at all and say that I'm exaggerating, maybe the eating the baby thing, but like this is Satanism to the max. Whoopi Goldberg in The View, this, this den of snakes that will judge and point their finger and say white privilege and toxic masculinity. People forget this is why they like to keep you traumatized so that you don't have a memory. So you can't put the dots together. I have a fantastic memory, guys. That's why I'm the big bear. Watch the horror of this. Watch Whoopi Goldberg, someone who is selling you on compassion and empathy. Don't you feel systemic racism? This is a 13-year-old girl. Watch this. 
was not charged. I know it wasn't rape rape. It wasn't rape rape. There's 13 drugged fucked in her ass at a party in front of fucking Jack Nicholson who played the devil in a movie. There is a statutory child molest, maybe? I'm not sure. It was something something else, but I don't believe it was rape rape. And when we get all the information, somebody will tell me in my ear. All I'm trying to get you to understand. She's defending the rape of a child right now on television. She's defending that rape because this is this is what it is. Guys, this is what it is. They have to feed and serve their masters. So when people say, oh, I can't believe Peterson did this, but they're not in control of their lives. Whoopi Goldberg used to be a comic. She probably was funny. She's called Whoopi because of Whoopi cushions, because I guess she farted a lot. The movie Ghost, she did a great job. She's not in control of her mind. That's the way vampires work. These billionaire vampires are literally sucking the blood of children. And they get to make their minions dance for them. This woman, a woman, a woman is defending, not that a man wouldn't, a man would murder someone who raped a 13-year-old, is defending this on television. Is when we're talking about what someone did and what they were charged with, we have to say what it actually was, not what we think it was. These are the people... This is why I get livid at these people, and I have no tolerance. When people are like, just listen to Jordan. The, the condemnation they had for Kavanaugh, because of an alleged thing that had no corroboration, that he potentially put his mouth over a girl's hand almost 40 years before, who, and the woman was a liar, nothing added up. She worked at the psychology department in Stanford, which is where all, so much crazy CIA mind stuff came out of. She, she lied about many, many things. No corroboration of the story. Doesn't know where it happened, when it happened. He could not refute his testimony. The evidence they used, and Joe Rogan backs this a bit. Joe Rogan says, well, he did drink a lot of beers when he was younger. These people aren't in control of their own minds. And they want to call me crazy. They're like, well, what, well, what did he mean by boofed? Roman Polanski drugged and raped a 13-year-old girl in the ass in Jack Nicholson's house in front of Angelica Houston. And these people are arguing semantics about whether or not that's rape, rape, or just rape. And, and you think, and this is the nail in the coffin, ladies and gentlemen. Watch this, and then we'll land this plane. This is how the Hollywood elite react. These are the people that won't let us build a wall to keep out undocumented people. Why? Because they want to rape and, and kill them and, and make them into slaves. They want their children they want to kill the children. They want to rape the children. And if you think that's crazy, have you paid attention to what I'm saying? Well, Savo was only, only 79 rapes. Dude, he used to kill kids on the boats when the royal family, that's, that's known, dude. That, that, the vampire's in our midst. And you are not a man. You are not a man if you don't call out monsters and you fight monsters to the death if you have to. I'll die with a smile on my face fighting these people. Any way I can. Violence is not the right answer right now. It's not. It's about words. It's about influence. It's about culture. It's about being a role model to young dudes. It's about giving people the things that'll get them out of dissociative personality disorder, like talking and exercise and art, all the things being banned, speech, art, movement, leftist fitness instructor. That's predicting, guys. In the future, being in shape will be considered... Nazi stuff, because again, they want you a fat blob that just needs to suck from their teeth. So Roman Polanski, instead of facing the music for, I think, 
without question had his pregnant wife murdered. He was in the same cult as the Helter Skelter guys. He goes to Europe. Do you know the odds that a cult comes into your house and butchers your pregnant wife? I'm a paranoid guy. I have guns. I have fresh water. I live on a hill. A lot of sight lines. My neighbor's a former cop. He loves me. I love him. We have body armor. My other neighbor is a wicked tough trucker who I know has my back. I have his back. We live in an area that cannot be infiltrated. I have a, a ravine. Listen, I'm a paranoid dude in a sense. I would never in a million years think a cult was going to come butcher my pregnant wife. The odds of that are like are being struck by lightning on a plane wearing roller skates. And then he rapes a 13-year-old, and he's in a culture. Hollywood is uh, the type of wood used for magic wands. And then you have the Black Dahlia. No one knows how Black Dahlia died. The, the mouth was cut like this. Just some beautiful girl. No one knows the story. Ritualistic sacrifice. They did a movie about it. Eyes wide shut. Nicole Kidman's father was being chased down by every institution in, in Australia because he was part of a Sydney pedophile ring. They're the biggest landowners next to, like, the Saudis, the Catholic Church, and the country of Jordan. They're demons, dude. Okay, so watch Hollywood's reaction. And I hope now you understand why I have a bit of a chip on my shoulder about Hollywood. I thought these people really were just wacky artists. I thought that they really did just like doing blow and Ouija boards and stuff. I didn't understand when I left. I I truly believe, I don't believe that God is in my life, like moving my keys and stuff like that. I think I'm supposed to do something good because I was saved. This is hell. I'm, I'm showing you guys hell. How did we get out? Like our life is so good. Like Amy is awesome. Like how do we get out? Like the odds that we got out are like being butchered by a, a cult. Watch their reaction. These demons. Uh, Roman Polanski, I'm very sorry that he's in jail. She's sorry he's in jail. Mr. Roman Polanski. Look at that. Look at that. Roman Polanski, a guy on the, on the run for raping a 13-year-old girl after drugging her at a party. He can't even face his own, his own accusers. That, that girl had a family, a mother, a mother who loved her, a father who loved her. And Roman Polanski, this, this director who directed, oh, oh, guys, he directed uh, Ninth Gate with Johnny Depp about how to get into uh, hell or whatever. Johnny Depp now looks like he has AIDS, like he's shrunken. They, they took away whatever drug they, Satan is pumping to that guy. He also directed a, a little movie called Rosemary's Baby. He's bringing the occult into mainstream, and in the process, he had his pregnant wife butchered because she was about to leave the cult because she was getting mommy instincts that happen when you don't abort your babies and uh, had her butchered. And, and <laughs> Charles Manson in prison is given... Interviews, not that he's a credible witness, but if you put it all together, Manson's like, oh, yeah, Tate, uh, he used to film her getting banged by Warren Beatty and all that. Like, and he's like, he said he was going to give me 50 grand, but he gave me a grand. He's like pissed about the payment. That's why they don't, like, they don't let these people talk. That's why they won't let the guy from Charlottesville give interviews, and they won't let the guy from uh, Broward County give interviews, because they might be like, 
oh, these guys paid me to just to do this shit. They do it all the time. That's why they've gotten better at it. All right, look at this. For the pianist. Standing ovation, guys. Standing ovation for a child rapist, a butcher, and a guy bringing satanic cult culture into America. They stand and they cheer. And, and they say, that's one reason why I love Donald Trump is because I, when evil people hate someone that bad, someone's doing something right. Because these people, they hate Trump. And this is the thing, when, when good exists, and I know Trump has a ton of faults, but hear me out. In that position, you're not going to get a guy that's, that's that not fucked up. If someone told me Trump maybe killed a mob guy in the 80s or something, like he's blemished. But it isn't Satanism. So these dudes are terrified because now that, that Flynn's suing... And you have, okay, look at what uh, Don Lemon just said recently. Okay, so Don Lemon, this is yesterday. Bear in mind, he's saying that this never-Trumper, a guy who hates Trump, hates Jews, goes into a synagogue, shoots everyone up, hates Trump, thinks he's a shield of Israel, can't stand Trump. They're blaming all that on Trump. They're like, well, if Trump wasn't so critical, sound familiar? Bullying, getting rid of bullying, getting rid of all the, Like, if Trump didn't open his mouth and say what he saw, if Trump wasn't connected to reality, maybe horror wouldn't happen. Or Don Lemon then says, he says, we have to tone down the rhetoric. We have to not, we have to come together. Come together means comply. That's a, that's, that's bullshit. Don Lemon, the biggest terror threat in this country is white men. That's the majority demographic. And that, that he's a sodomite. He probably is involved in a bunch of this stuff. And these people are doing the devil's bidding straight up. Do not hurt them. Do not harm them. Don't kill them. Killing Killing these people because they're not in control. They're not the devil. You kill them, the devil doesn't care. Don't do any of that. I now realize, I never used to think I had to explain that, but just given the, the time and my, my current reach, I do reach dudes that are like, Big Bear, tell me what's up, I'll do it. And there's thousands of you guys. So I, I have responsibility at this point. Um, and I know some of you guys look up to me more than you probably even should. So hear me out. Do not hurt these people physically. The way to shame the devil is to be good and survive. You're going to always feel the sins. You're always going to feel temptations. You're always going to fear death. You may doubt that heaven exists sometimes. You may forget to pray or like, um, you know, want to kill some, uh, uh, someone who cuts you off. Or you see someone and you're, and you're just like, I wonder what it's like having sex with that person. Not like drawn to the person, but, you know, that weird animal thing you're you're fallen we're in hell like the earth is the fallen land don't indulge in it you end up like these these are that's the thing that's so tragic about these people it's like hollywood is full of so many talented people so many damaged kids that rose out of horrible environments only to express themselves with words and dance and art and music and and but but they're sacrificial lambs to satan and 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 you know, there's, well, there's sacrifices. There's, there's the Planned Parenthood sacrifices and Sharon Tate and all that stuff. And then there's the, the vessels. This is why it does not work to blow up a building or, or shoot somebody or something because they're not the devil. It's the multi-headed hydra, right? So all you, all you're doing is, is 
strike me down, young Skywalker. You know, the devil just pops up stronger somewhere else. It's not sexy to beat evil. It's not, it's, it's not sexy. It's not, that's why we're also um, fascinated by Hitler because evil can be fun to read about and be like, whoa, that's crazy bad, but the balls, I mean, that's horrible, but dude's got balls, man. It's a cool looking flag, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. What he did is there. Sexy is, is it's not sexy, but good to beat the devil. You go to bed at night, you kiss your wife or husband or dog. Or if you don't have a dog, you, you kiss a plant. You, you feel thankful. You wake up, you eat breakfast, you stay hydrated. You're part of your community. You work hard. And when people ask you to do something horrible, you have the strength and to say no. That's how you beat evil. It's not by sending pipe bombs or shooting a bunch of people. Now, if it comes to violence and people are coming on your property, you get a high position and you just body shots, you know, just center mass, just, I am not anti-violence. I am not anti-self-protection. I'm not one of these, put a flower in the end of a gun Christians. No, there's wrath that's unleashed when it's necessary, but this is not the time. And I think we have a real shot here at turning the culture. This 